Hello, ladies. Hope everyone's doing well and staying safe and healthy. Welcome back to Twin Talk. I'm Cass. I'm Cora. And we are the hosts of the show. Um, we've just kind of been doing the same old, same old the past few weeks. Um, I hope everyone's getting through quarantine. Um, it's been a time. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Just got word that LA could be extended until July, Ju- like through July. Yeah, through July. So we're kind of freaking out about that and just seeing um, what to do day by day, I guess. But all in the same boat. All in the same boat. And to keep things a little light and fun, we are so excited for today's episode or this week's episode because we're talking to a very special guest. She is a self-made influencer and a fashion and lifestyle blogger, and after years in the blogging world, she not only decided to start her own podcast, The Bottled Blonde, but she also has her very own social media agency, KCM Connect. She's got a super bubbly personality that just shines through all of her platforms, so everyone, please welcome Christina. Hey, ladies. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm just sipping on some morning coffee. I throw on some workout stuff, attempting that I'm going to get a workout in. <laughs> I'm the same I don't way. Know it's going to happen, but I'm going to attempt. It's been tough. We're in the tough. same boat, and it's also supposed to storm here today. So mm-hmm. I love going outside oh. for walks, and I'm like, yeah, I, that's the same. Me too. Our weather here was disgusting. It was like raining sideways yesterday, and I was like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> you can't have quarantine and make us Seriously. be inside. Like, we pick one. I know, absolutely not. To, talk to the weather. <laughs> Someone needs to talk to the weather. Gosh, get it together. So how has your quarantine been going overall? Like, how have you been coping, I guess? Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's been pretty good. It was funny, like, the first few days of quarantine, like, I was kind of like, all right, I'm in the mindset of, like, worst case scenario. So, like, in my head, I've planned this out to, like, September. So I'm like, at first, I was like, hey, like, worst case scenario, how long do you think you could be in this? And I was like it's not going to be more than a few weeks and then a few weeks turned into a month. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, no one knows what's happening clearly. So I was like, I'm just going to start planning things and like acting. Cause most of the time I work from home um, or I work from a co-working space, but I have a lot of meetings in person and travel and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to plan worst case scenario until September. So I've just been plugging along. I had to have like a mental chat and be like, all right, you need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Like, sit down, make a game plan, and like, don't be a little bitch, Christy. Because <laughs> I was definitely complaining the first few days. Absolutely. I was probably like a little terrorist, like rocking around my house. I was like, I don't be here. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be on vacation right now. I know. But how are you, right? Um, we're doing fine. We're at we're back at home in our uh, in St. Louis, in our hometown. So at least we're not cooped up in our tiny apartment in LA. We actually have space. We have rooms. We have yards. We have like we can just yeah. take some drives around and yeah. Oh, oh there's the thunder. There's thunder. Sorry. <laughs> of course it would storm this morning. Like whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's been nice to be home with family and just kind of get that time. Um, but at the same time, the unknown is very like we're just like when do we go back and we're supposed to be moving out of our apartment at some point um in LA so that's been thrown up into the air yeah, and we're going unknown. month to month with our lease right now but oh my um, gosh how has um how has been like living in LA like are you so you guys are month to month like have they cut your rent at all or no no, no. so that's the annoying thing with our situation <laughs> like you think they would but we were we did a 12 month lease yeah and then after like so it technically is ending this month in may mm-hmm. and then we're doing mm-hmm. month to month from there on and it went up yeah <laughs> okay i've heard that a lot of places do that and i'm like do you just want people to move or like what's the well, deal they were giving, like, like a deal for if you signed another 12 months then they would give you a deal but if we just want to go month to month they're not giving us any deals so we're like okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that's super oh fun <laughs> but you know uh-huh. It is what it is, it and it's. It is. I'd rather be here at home in this nice house with our family than yeah. be and, in And in Missouri, where we are, the case there's so much less cases oh, in LA. Yeah. Like it's so much less scary to just go out in public, you know. So, and hopefully things will be opening up in Missouri sooner than LA. We just got uh, notified yesterday that LA is going until through July, apparently. Or there's like, oh, there's like my God. they want to do that. Yeah. I don't know if it's official yet, but yeah. So we're trying to figure out what to do for the next couple months of our life, but. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oregon, I think is going to be a hot minute because we've, we've had barely any cases here. And they said like how, like I have friends who are like nurses and stuff. And they were like, we haven't seen one person. 
And I'm like, why aren't we open? Yeah. You know what I mean? If we don't have like anybody, I can understand like maybe like traveling to the state, not like out of Mm -hmm. our state, like we're doing all, but I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. I'm like, I am too. Do you guys know of anyone with virus? Because I don't. I've no. never had one person that I personally know that has had. I don't even know a person who knows a person who yeah. has it. So I'm just like, <laughs> no, where are all I, these people coming from? We're all know, staying I inside. Like, what the heck? There's like, oh, I think, you know, there's like 83,000. I'm like, no one knows one of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need a I'm witness. Like, like someone, <laughs> someone raise your hand. Like, someone please tell us. <laughs> yeah. oh so do you have any tips for like staying productive during quarantine and staying like healthy mentally, physically, all that? Um, whipped coffee. So like that's yes. what I And when you need like an extra kick, because I feel like sometimes in the morning here, like I'll have like my morning cup and I've been doing intermittent fasting. Oh, we do so too. So like, oh, you guys do it too. Mm-hmm. But do you guys, what hours are you guys? Are you guys 16, 8? Uh, usually, usually we do that. We don't eat until like one or 2 PM and then we'll stop eating at like 8 PM or nine, but I like to have coffee at like 12. So I guess you could say it's like 12 to eight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I've been doing it and I love it. And so then normally I'll do that and then I'll time block my morning and Mm -hmm. like pretty much until like nighttime, depending on what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of race myself to do things, um, because then I notice like I'm quicker um, but there'll be days, like, two days ago, I had to do graphics for, like, a client, um, like, two, like, two clients' Instagrams, and all of their whole feed is graphics, and it ended up taking, I'd make 60 graphics, like, six hours. Oh, so, like, that was, like, you know what I mean? There's yes. stuff that kind of comes up that mm-hmm. you may think, and I'll track that. So, I'll be like, okay, so when I thought those 60 graphics would have taken me three, it actually six. So, like, being like, okay, from now on, I need to block way more time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people say, what's really funny is they're like, curate a workspace. To be honest, while I, because I've worked from home for so long, you don't want to go to one tour. Like, you get bored. Oh, yeah, 100%. So like, I, yeah, I noticed, like, working in, like, three or four different places. That way you can move if you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, that works really well. And then if I'm getting sluggish, too, to, like, chug water or, like, make a whip coffee. Because I use, like, espresso powder instead of normal, mm. um, like, instant coffee. And then I'm, like, on my game. And working <laughs> out helps, too. Yeah. Yes. I love Amazing. that. Amazing. Yeah, the whipped coffee's good. I tried it a couple weeks ago from TikTok. It's funny because, like, at first I had no idea this maybe I'm, like, just dumb. I was like, instant coffee. I'm like, coffee ground. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I'm like, what's instant? It's already instant. Yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah, I was like, it's perfect. Yeah. So I like, threw it in the bowl, and then, like, my mom came out, and she looked at me, and she's like, what are you doing? Because I like, told her, really and I was like, wrong. I'm making it. Yeah, so I'm literally, like, in this, and I go, it's so weird. People say it only takes a few minutes, but I've been here for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> she was like, uh, No dump it out and I was like what are you talking about she's like that is not interesting coffee enough you learn something new every day <laughs> yeah I think we all thought that honestly at one point because we're all so used to just like making our coffee so quickly or using our um Nespresso or Keurig so mm-hmm. I didn't even know instant coffee was a thing so I didn't either yeah I, I had no idea I was like what's that but it is super good I do love it yes delicious Good tips. <laughs> okay, well, we would love if you could give us just a little bit of background about yourself and kind of just like a short story of how you got to be where you are today. So, like, I'll really condense it. So I pretty much started blogging in high school, but you couldn't even call it a blog. It was like a flop. Like, I was like, <laughs> like, the website is like black and orange, and I have no idea why I picked those colors. It's rough. <laughs> It was called, oh like, gosh. Everything Fashion 33, <laughs> and I would, like, steal the clothes from my mom's closet and go, like, frolic in a field when I was in, like, a pre-people ad, and mm-hmm. I made, like, one post and was like, wow, this is, like, a lot harder than I thought. I know nothing about websites. I know, I really, like, don't even know how to make products. Like, there was so much that I didn't know how to do, um, and so I kind of parboshed it, and then um, a company over in New York. Have you guys ever heard of uh, College Fashionista? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I started, like, right when they, this was, like, I don't even know how years ago, like, right when they were pretty much started, they were like, hey, we want you to, like, come, like, kind of intern from us virtually and, like, start doing, um, like, blog posts for us. And then I eventually, like, worked um, and did, like, some social media stuff, too. But 
that's kind of where I got like my first taste of like collaboration shooting. And then at the, uh, at the same time I worked at our like cool fashion magazine. So I was the women's editor. Um, and I got to shoot with like companies like wild thing and Maybelline. Like I would be able to go pull things and like, we do like kind of big elaborate shoots. Um, so I was doing that simultaneously and then I got into personal styling and I was like, oh my gosh, like I love helping people like with their outfit. And we did like some like pretty big people. Like we would get like twenty five, thirty thousand dollars for a budget for like season for a family. Was that through, so, was that through your college or personal? That was personal. So oh, wow. yeah, we would do yeah, we'd do the personal stylings. That was like I don't know. I kind of went in a whole bunch of different avenues and was kind of like blogging for each one of them along the way. Um, And then finally, um, the girl I started like my blog with, actually, I started my podcast with too, which is really funny. She's one of my really good friends. And we were like sitting on her bed, like a bottle of wine deep. And we were like, she's like, why can't you do this for yourself? And I was like, honestly, like, I don't know. And I came up with this list that I had had since high school of all these reasons why I couldn't do something. And she was just like, bullshit. Like, <laughs> why not? Like, she was like, give me an actual reason. And I was like, I can't give you one. And she's like, exactly. So we like whipped open my laptop and I started like my website um, just from scratch. And then I launched it in a week. And now it's almost been three years. And then now we're, now I'm making a completely new website, but I'm having a web developer do it. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes life a lot easier. Um, and then kind of my last, few like years of college I started a company last year um actually the year before last I'm called blooming bloggers where we did influencer relations and we would travel to do influencer events and we did like I was still in school at this time so I was a senior in college and we did like I want to say seven or eight events of like 100 people like plus in a year and it was a lot Mm. and so I just like kind of like parted ways with the co-founder not in a bad way but it was just like time mm-hmm. for me to be like okay I want to do something else and I want to do something like I love events and I love growing events and that's kind of what I want to do but I want to start something um, that I can make a full-time living off of because I know that I know what I'm doing and if not I'll learn it or I'll you know I'll go to seminars read books do certifications whatever I need to do so then that's how from blooming bloggers came tasting that and yeah, the first month I had, I had one person that I was doing management for. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. That was in January. And like this January, I was like, oh, I'm not going to make a living off of this. What am I going to do? Should I get a job? Like kind of what's my new situation going to look like? Now I have 11 clients. So that's like way more stable, way, way easier to actually like make it happen. Have a lot. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. You literally, you do it all. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine, like, starting I, something I during school. <laughs> it's so amazing. And, yeah, I mean, I just, I think that's so cool that you got to start when you were so young. Um, Cass and I always Definitely. say that we wish we would have taken things more seriously in college because we, like, we were always into it. We were always into the fashion, beauty, Instagram, content creation, content creation world. But we're always just like, eh, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, after um, we graduate, you know. Which is, which like, is fine, like, to each their own. But I definitely wish I would have taken it more seriously in college. Yeah. So good for you. Yeah, we definitely started Our probably Instagrams. senior year. Yeah. I, I started a fashion blog, too, probably, like, junior or senior year of college. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, didn't get, like, serious into it until we graduated. Yeah. But, yeah, that's amazing. I just <laughs> I have so many questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> so They're all on our way. I know, I know. So looking at all your platforms, you seem to have such a clear brand image, brand identity, brand personality. You're so bubbly and your personality really just shines through what, like in the short amount of time we've known you. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you like curate that brand and like how you really came up with the brand personality? Um, to be honest, at first I kind of went along with what everyone else you kind of like emulate what you're following and you're like, okay, this is like the road that I should be on. And that's how I kind of engaged myself. And then I like over the years kind of like changed up colors or changed up fonts or started to get better at graphic. And I think you almost learn along the way. I started for a little bit. It was like earlier this year, actually, I was like, wow, I'm well, actually in 2019, I was like, wow, I'm really going to start like doing neon. 
like, and have those kind of as like my brand colors and all that stuff. And I realized too, you start to pick up like what converts and what doesn't or like what your audience is liking. And like all the neon stuff that I did was blah, like was so terrible. Like none of it converted. And I was like, what the heck? This is so cute. I love it. Like all this stuff. And sometimes you're not going to post stuff that like everyone else is going to love. And you have to be able to, to like morph with your audience as they grow. Like I used to talk like all college now. And now that I'm out of college, most of my audience is out of college. I've kind of like shifted my, like my brand along the way. Mm-hmm. So now it's like really pastel. So like now I'm like really into pastels, like the more minimal. So I think it's interesting how your brand will change and what you think in the beginning that it's going to be, it's nothing like, mm-hmm. and you just have to be okay with pivoting that and Absolutely. be okay with pivoting your messaging too. Like mm-hmm. I would have never cussed mm-hmm. on like my first blog post and now like occasional F bombs, like love them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, like, I think it just depends on like your personality and the more, more or less you want to show of it. Cause I have really good friends who are super like bubbly and fun, but like on Instagram or like on their stuff, they want to be more reserved because mm-hmm. of their job. Totally get it. Like, so I think that everyone, I, there's space for everyone. And I think that you just have to figure out what parts of yourself you want to bring to light, not in like a shady sense of the word, but like, you know, things that, like, what's your end goal of it? And Absolutely. mine was like to create relationships and yeah. to, um, I don't know, to help other people, to kind of, like, let people know, like, a quote that I always use is, like, you don't have to be a size two uh, or a millionaire to live a happy, healthy, and balanced life. I love that. Um, So kind of, like, giving people tips and tricks to be able to, like, do that. And they don't need to be five pounds to, like, achieve those goals. Yeah. So I think if that's, like, a roundabout way of answering your question, but... Yeah, definitely. I love everything you said. I think it's super important... Uh, to recognize who you are, but also to not be afraid to change things. You know, like you're in the process of redoing your website now. I feel like I struggle with that sometimes because I'm like, you have to have a specific brand and it has to, has to be consistent over everything. But as you grow and as you change and as your audience grows and change, like your taste change. So that's, that's yeah. always going to change. And it's okay to make these updates because it's not like people are going to be like, why did you change your website? Like if anything, you're just yeah. making it you're better. Improving. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. super important. And it's funny too. Like I'm looking at my website now and I send it, um, cause uh, we're now doing like full website, like SEO, SEM, like everything. And I was talking with like the main like web person and she's like, it's funny that like, she's like, I still want to bring a lot of the elements that you started with, but like, literally elevate them Mm -hmm. like change them into like what you are now because the college girl who was you know like a a junior in college is so different than like where you are now Mm -hmm. so like like take along that journey with you and I I liked that I was like wow that's like a cool because it's kind of like a a really cool progression but yeah I feel like like platforms but you have to uh, yeah I think you just have to be like not scared to evolve yeah yeah definitely and I also think what you said is important to kind of like it's not like you're being like not yourself or like a fake version of yourself you're just taking the qualities that you want to put out there about yourself and making your brand around that I think that's a way to look at it too because I always whenever I'm like struggling or thinking about like who am I what's my brand I'm like well what do you want to be what do you want to show about yourself and put it out there the most you know yeah how do you want others to see you as a as a brand or whatever. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, love that. No, I'm So what, where do you get most of your inspiration from? Whether it comes or from your Instagram blog podcast, where do you pull inspiration from when you're creating your posts and stuff? Okay. It's kind of different all over the place. So for like blogging stuff, I like emulate kind of what I see in my direct messages. So a lot of people, if they're asking, if I get 25 people who are asking tips on making whipped coffee, which I literally just did a post on because I'm like, I'm getting enough questions that I just want to send you to a post. You can buy all the products that I'm going to talk about and I can tell you literally like step by step what will work, what won't, but done it. So, um, so stuff like that, or even on Pinterest, if I'm going through Pinterest and I'm seeing like all these new blog posts about like, I don't know, an Egyptian mask or like something like that, or like the baby foot feel that's like really hot right now. I'll go and I'll try that product because I realize like it's picking up speed and obviously I want to be on the mark, but I want to also like, if someone comes to me, I want to be able to have like 
a, a reason or like tips and tricks on like to use it or to not use it. Yeah. So I think like kind of hunting for products or like things that are happening in like the lifestyle space is really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, or blog posts. For Instagram, it kind of depends. I have like a group of like I want to say I don't even know how many girls. Last time I met up with them, I think it was five or six girls who have followed me since. I first started Mm -hmm. then it was kind of like, and I know exactly who they are. They know who I am, Like they've been with me kind of through my whole journey and I'll hop on like a, like a web call kind of like this with them and ask them questions and be like, Hey, what are you guys shopping for? What's like, what do you guys feel like is hot right now? What do you guys, because it's good to get outside opinions that Mm -hmm. aren't your friends. For sure. Or like, what are you guys liking and not liking about like the stuff I'm posting? And they'll give me feedback. Like, Hey, we loved your agendas, but we want more of like muted tones because that's what we're into right now. And I'm like, okay, that's good for me to know that like the market's shifting from like neon to pastels. Like, mm-hmm. let's see how we can like bridge this gap. And it kind of keeps you in check in a sense mm-hmm. to be like, okay, what do I, uh, like, what should I be doing stuff that's the most useful for my audience? Because at the end of the day, like, your audience is essentially like a lot of your friends and like customers too. Mm-hmm. Like you have to think about like, you want to be, you wouldn't be giving your customer 19 pamphlets on something that's like not valuable. To them. Mm-hmm. Like if they come in for a car and you're giving them like a, like a pamphlet to a patio set every 10 days, like they're going to be like, what's happening? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I try to think of that too, to be like, okay, what are they doing? Um, and then and a podcast wise, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I stopped because I don't want to like try mm-hmm. to, I think it's easy sometimes to try to, again, emulate when you're new in a space, what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it is really important too to like sometimes put those blinders on and be like, okay, well, what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? And then get mentorship. So like, I have a friend who's like one of the top uh, Apple podcasts. And so she's been kind of like mentoring me through like, Hey, how to be a better interviewer, take like practice or like, Hey, let's switch up your intro. Or to be honest, that music intro was way too long. We need to cut it in half. So like having someone that you can go to, and I never had for blogging, like I literally just did it on my own. Um, like having a mentor in a space who's like well-versed is really helpful. Yeah. I bet that's super helpful. Yeah, that's all really good advice. Um, Building off the podcast, what made you want to start a podcast and kind of how did you get that started and how did you grow it? Um, At first, I was like, I wanted to start probably a year before like I actually started it. So I had kind of like thought about the idea how fun this would be, yada, yada, yada. And then I had no idea how to edit, how I would edit, how I would get music rights and licensing and all that kind of stuff. And I started to look into it and I was like, holy shit, this is like another job. Mm-hmm. Like to edit the podcast, promote it. Like, I'm like, whoa, this is kind of like another blog in another form. And at the mm-hmm. time with doing Blue Bloggers, there was no way I had time for it. Um, and then I got um, one of my friends kind of went with a podcasting house who would like edit your podcast. They had like rights and everything. And they were like, we think you'd be perfect. Like you're super bubbly. You're fun. Like, let's do this. We'll totally take you on. Um, and that was like, while I was, it was like right at the tail end of school, blooming bloggers, like everything. Um, and then I left blooming bloggers and pretty much started the podcast. It was kind of like one in one out. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was back in September, but it's funny. People are like, Oh my gosh, you're almost coming up on a year. And I'm like, I'm really not because we only, we only released a podcast a month. Like, and to be, that's like not very, like for the first like five or six months, it was like five or six episodes. So I feel like that's kind of like your first five or six blog posts. They're going to suck. So like, yeah. they're not going to be that great. Like they're probably, there's so much you can learn. Um, so then I started to do that and then like tap into like what people were wanting. So like I, every single episode I was like, Hey guys, follow us on Instagram, ask us questions, like tell us stuff. And, um, I actually had, like, friends or, like, people who followed me on Instagram were, like, hey, these first few episodes, like, I feel like I've lost you in them. And I was, like, okay, what do you mean by that? Like, I think a lot of times people take criticism as bad, but people who, like, know you and know what you want and what's not happening can give you really good feedback. So I was, like, well, what do you mean by that? They're, like, well, you interview all these great people and they give great tips and tricks, but, like, we wish there was, like, a segment where, like, just you were talking or, like, just updates on you. 
And I was like, okay, good information. So then I started like right before my podcast, I do like this five minute kind of five to seven minute thing um, where I'm just like talking about stuff that pertains to the, uh, like to whoever I'm interviewing. Um, and we call it boss babe banter where we can talk about like media or like any kind of thing that's happening that we want to bring up. Um, so I don't, it's good to just take those. And then I think my, um, my mentor helped a lot. So as soon as I started to like, uh, I don't know, make friends in the space and reach out to people and get in people's hands, we, she actually happened to be in Portland. And so, um, that's where I am. And so we'd meet up for coffee and now we hang out a ton and we're really good friends. Um, so I think that helps me grow because each time that I think I'm doing well, she's kind of like, hold up, <laughs> you have like eight more things to do. And I'm like, okay, I'm on the hamster wheel. Yeah. Do you oh. think that you get, do you see the most growth from like p- uh, promoting your podcast or do you think you see more growth from reaching out to people and connecting with people? Engaging, stuff like that. It kind of depends. So like there's like it, I it's funny how like a lot of people like the more that like I've started to like get into it and promote it there's a lot of kind of like BS stuff that comes your way when you do promote it like someone was saying that you can like buy um reviews on Apple and mm-hmm. I was like how messed up is mm-hmm. that like yeah. you can always go to your show thinking that you're one thing and then they listen to it and they're like wow this actually sucks right <laughs> Yeah. You're just, Whatever you're just losing um, so like the more promotion I've done to it, I've gotten like some spam stuff that I'm like, wow, do people actually do that? Like, I'm sure they do, but, um, yeah, I think on my personal page, it's really good to promote and then funneling it through my blog. We're going to like this next um, website, it's going to have its own section because people have said that they're like, Hey, when we go to your blog, it would be cool to also be able to listen to the podcast mm-hmm. at the same time. They're kind of all encompassing in a sense. Um, but we talk like booze, boys, business, and beauty on the podcast, which is like the blog is more like fashion lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I think promoting yourself, you have, you have to promote each episode and do it more than once because people start to pick up your branding and they'll be like, Oh, um, you know, that's the twins. Like that's their podcast. I totally saw that logo. Like they'll start to figure out what your brand is and remember that. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. And I and I love what you said about kind of just having everything available in one place. Like now that I think about it, I don't have a way to listen to the podcast on my own website. Um, so that's definitely something that I should look into doing. But then but yeah, also just like taking what people say, um, trying to figure out like what our audience is wanting and like maybe we should start yeah. asking more questions like to our friends that we know listen like oh what do you guys think that maybe we do too much of or what can we do more of like stuff like that I'm sure would be super helpful yeah and too like it's funny when people like have said this too like I think a lot about my own behavior so be like Mm -hmm. okay where did you go to listen to your podcast and then think about that is it because you have an iPhone is it because you have an Android Mm -hmm. is it because you know neither of those work on your phones you're on your laptop or like when you're hunting for like something, like if you're on a podcast, you love, like, let's say like the morning toast and you're like, okay, they always do promotions and sponsorships, but I never really go to them. Why is that? So like, think about like, you know, like you're like, okay, I just scrolled past that. Like, why did I do that? Like if you start to kind of like pinpoint certain things, it helps you to be like, okay, well you're in a certain age group. And most of the time you're going to, both of you are going to represent like a certain audience. Or two different audiences. So I think you guys have, like, got it made because there's two of you. There's, like, two brains. And you guys are able to be, like, honestly sit down and, like, start, like, thinking about, too. Like, okay, if you were on a certain podcast, where would you go for show notes? Would it be a website? Would it? Would you want a short, long? And you can totally, like, change it up. But, like, you guys have got it made. Like, two brains better than one. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely helpful because sometimes, like, it's hard to think of new things to talk about whatever so when you have two people you're like oh yeah it's good to brainstorm for yeah. sure oh my gosh that's nice. yeah and it makes it easier like to not always have a guest because you always have at least someone, someone to talk, to talk to. to yeah it's so great oh my gosh i know it's weird because there's been like a few intros where i've had to do myself and then i end up rambling and i'm like what the hell did i just say <laughs> actually i feel like that could easily happen with both of us too but it is nice yeah. like and we always talk about how when we um 
when we move apart, because we told you in LA we're moving soon, because um, now yeah. we live together and we won't be after whenever this is all over, we feel like we'll have so much more to talk about because we won't have seen each other for a couple of days as yeah. opposed to like seeing yeah. each other every single day and being like, yeah, I already knew that. So whatever. <laughs> like having like fake yeah. conversation because <laughs> we're like catching up. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. That'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just do so many things with your life from your podcast, your business, your blog. How do you have time for it all? Do you have people helping you? Do you have a team also? So it's funny because I'll go through ebbs and flows with things when I, I kind of know my threshold and I can do a lot, but I've realized too, that sometimes, even though I may be liking to do something, it doesn't make a lot of sense for my time. So like really pinpointing, like, I love to do graphics, but me doing graphics for 11 companies and then the podcast, my personal, KCM Connect, and all of our Facebook pages is exhausting. I'm literally like, so I've started to like have someone come back on. They were gone for a little bit because I was like, wow, I don't have all these clients. And to be honest, it doesn't make sense for me to have someone just do all of my Um. So I'm having someone come on to start helping with graphics and like certain projects. So like for KCM Connect, we're starting to do like monthly horoscopes because I thought those were cute and like mm-hmm. I love looking at them. Um, so like she's going to start doing that or like um, podcast kind of like little segments of audio. That takes me forever to find a clip of audio and I'm on there for like 25 minutes when like this should have taken five. So like almost this sounds messed up, but like, the fact that she's less invested in certain things, she'd make quick, like exactly. quicker decisions. Mm-hmm. So I've had her start doing that. And then I have a part-time assistant. Um, like my emails were getting pretty overwhelming. Like I still have to do emails, but I have a lot of emails for certain clients. So then you're answering, you know, nine different emails for them and what they're needing, especially if they're like weeding out a social person, like it won't be like that forever but you're still getting their influx of email um, Mm -hmm. from like before you started. So I think figuring out to like what you can can't do is really good. I have someone now edit the podcast. I was like, to be honest, that's a waste of my time. I don't enjoy it. It takes me way too many hours and I feel frustrated at the end of it. And if I can pay someone a dollar a minute to do this, hell, like I'm I'm going to do that. So <laughs> More than I have uh, to do, yeah. Yeah, because that just takes forever. And then I'm also dyslexic. So all of my blog posts are actually written. Um, like I speak into my mm-hmm. phone in the notes, and then it'll type it out. And I have someone, an editor, go through and edit it. Otherwise, it sounds like gibberish. <laughs> she's like, the ideas are here, Christy. But she's like, what is this? So it's, it's good to have like people who do little things that like, maybe aren't super expensive, but it saves you so many hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's definitely important to recognize too. Like what you feel like is going to be the most beneficial for your time and what you're the most, I guess, like passionate about because the, and what you're good at and like, don't do things that you're not good at. Like hire someone for it. Cause that's just more beneficial for you and your time and your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can't all be how I felt about the website too. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay. When I remember when I rebuilt this website and I was like, it took me like a full week straight to, to push it out. And really I've done like minor changes and updates, but like at the end of the day, do I want to spend an entire full week? on this website and I'm like to be honest no like I have a freaking web developer for the team who can why would I do this right so exactly um, so she's like amazing and she's like okay and it's funny too like the more heads and cooks you have in the kitchen they'll bring new ideas Mm -hmm. so I had kind of everyone sit down and be like what do you guys want to see on the website what do you think is missing do we feel like and I have like a dump board if you guys don't have one of those I freaking love it whether you have like a team of people you work with or it's just the two of you, um, like a Google doc. And then we put down like podcast blogs, like all that kind of stuff. And people write what they, what they think that we should do um, for like the next six months, the next month or the next year. And it just randomized and they could totally suck. And then we'll decide if we want to scratch them or keep them. So like, like someone wrote on their new website mm-hmm. and I was like, to be honest, yeah, it's time. And then yeah. remove that off the priority list. Yeah, that's definitely a good idea for anyone that's just trying to, like, organize their own brand and prioritize, I guess, what's most important. Yeah. 
it's a fairy tale. Yeah. Um, getting, going back to your business. So do you do strictly social media for your clients or what exactly do you do for your clients in your business? So it's kind of, it's interesting. It's kind of morphed into different things. At first I was like, I'm just going to do management. And when you're doing management, you need to go in with a clear strategy and like clear brand colors. So I ended up pretty much when I take a client on, we start with branding. So that's like, and we make them a brand kit that's like font, colors, logo. And most of the time we've got to redo the logo. We've got to redo the colors. We've got to redo the font. And then they get a kit. So we do a lot of branding on, on the front side. And then we kind of morph into what they want to do. Like, what do you guys want this to look like? What are you guys trying to do with it? And we have like monthly meetings. Well, the first meeting we have is probably two hours because you have to find out like why they started the company. Mm-hmm. Can you start implementing that? Like, do they want to be a part of the company? Who who does what? And like, how, what's like the fundamental system? And a thing that I actually do that some people found crazy, but like I think it's really good is if there's service or like product based company, I want to do it from start to finish and like critique them. So like, I have like a laser clinic for like product people that I work with, and I'm like on your website, this is hard to navigate. As a consumer, I got three air pages or like. Um, when I walked in, you didn't have a receptionist, like stuff that they're not going to necessarily notice, but you've done a lot with, you're able to be like, okay, I can help you on the front side, which is like your social. But like when they get into you, they should have that streamlined experience and you're able to help them in like a lot of different avenues. Um, but then I'll go into, I've done some influencer relations parties. Um, and that's kind of like my connections because it's KCM connect. Um, and like people meeting each other. And then I do like the social media management, which is, um, I mean, monthly it comes, we do like six or a year contract, mm-hmm. um, just because like, and I do a trial month to see if it's a good work relationship. Cause you don't want to sign on like a lease to live with someone. If it's not going to be a good fit, you're going to hate your life for that. Year. So that's kind of where I'm like, okay, is this going to be a good fit? Are we going to work well together? Do you like my ideas? Do I like your ideas? How do we communicate? Um, so that's been really, really helpful. Um, and then it's just turned into other stuff. Now I've started to do a little bit more PR. So we're starting to offer different things as they're needed. Um, like one of my clients was like, Hey, we really want to do like gifts and sticker packs. So like, we're going to start selling those. So we just started doing gifts for like almost every client and doing kind of add-on services so I would say we're doing like influence relation branding social media management um I'm starting to get into a little bit more like PR just like plugging them to different things or writing articles and then we do a crap ton of graphic design and then website development so it's kind of it all. Much a full service agency at this point yeah so like, you truly I are I necessarily think it would be but it's yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, like I'm thinking about my job and the company that I work for, and that's like all we do when we have like 30 people. So that's insane. I truly don't know how you have time yeah. to do all of that. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, I just did social media for like five clients, and I that was like my full time, just doing like strictly social media and like influencer stuff for like five clients. I don't yeah. know how yeah. you do it. It's a lot. But I, yeah. I like what you it's said. Oh, it's aggressive. I use Trello. That's how it works. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aggressive. I love that term. Um, But no, I love what you said about just like working with your clients and trying to help find what's best for them because I I definitely agree with you. Like it's so important that when you take on a new client, it should be something that you're interested in as well because it's like, okay, if I were to start working, doing it social media for like a bank, I would not have any passion behind that. So I would be like, I don't care what you want. So I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But if it's something that interests you and that you feel like you kind of have a little expertise in and you can actually like bring things to the table and new ideas, like they love that. Cause yeah. that's, that's why they hire people, you know, that's yeah. why they hire social they don't have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it really is a whole nother job. Yeah. It's insane. It's a totally other job. And it's funny, like I'd come in and for a company that I was like, I'm not necessarily passionate about what they do, but I'm passionate about the people. Like that changed for me because I was like, Hey, I need to now get invested in what they're doing. So that just meant for me, like education and education on school. So I'm like, what do you guys do? How do you handle clients? Like, how can I get invested? And like, 
seeing when you see someone's stats like go through the roof after just small changes you've done like last um we rebuilt um this like service-based uh businesses website so they do like septic tank uh striping plumbing like Things that necessarily am I super invested in? No, but I'm super invested in the people. Mm-hmm. And like they're after redoing their website and their social in the past month, they were getting maybe like thirteen hundred a month. And last month they got seven thousand. Wow. Like stuff like and that's like from SEO, SEM, like social mm-hmm. and then like there's a lot of things that like funnel into that. But like when you see someone like skyrocket like from that and you see like their business like I took over a laser clinic and just from social and we hadn't even touched the website they had to hire three new people mm-hmm. and that's wow. just from like a clear brand image from like things that like seem pretty probably normal to us right. because we're in social but for people who are not they don't get and they don't understand why their stats aren't working they don't get like wow I thought that like eight logos was, like a good choice <laughs> like, I know you're like, really? <laughs> no, I mean, it's definitely a, a new a new wave. Um, so that makes sense. You know, people, the, the older generation, um, it's hard for them to understand the social media and the things that we create, why it's not working, why it is, whatever. So it's our yeah. generation, we just kind of know <laughs> because yeah. we did it with our we did it to ourselves for so long so we just kind of like understand yeah it. It, like getting into it as a career was like I'm like this is second nature I mean I do it every day for myself so why can I do it for someone else yeah they're like oh do you know how to use um Twitter and Facebook I'm like yes obviously <laughs> I've been using it since I was 14 but yeah. yeah it's so funny and it but it's so cool too to like I don't know you end up like especially and I feel like you guys probably do too like I don't know how much you interact with clients or don't but, like, I feel like they end up becoming your family because you are talking with them all the time. And, like, I don't know, you become very, like, invested in what they're doing and, mm-hmm. like, new things that are happening for them. And, like, I'll randomly get a thought at, like, 11 p.m. about, like, a post I want to do. Like, they become, like, in your brain, obviously. Oh, yeah. like uh, You start thinking yeah, about them more than you think about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Yeah. So, when you guys do, when you guys do social media management, are you guys doing like captions and yes. like posts or like what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But also like a constant client communication, like it's every day, all day. So I think that, um, you definitely build a relationship with them. And especially now that we're in quarantine and I only have a certain team at my office that I work with. Like I talk mm-hmm. to my clients more than I talk to some of my coworkers. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's just, so funny. that's just how it has to be. And it's totally fine. Like there are obviously boundaries and that's a whole other conversation. But yeah. like you said, I, I like having a relationship with them and and liking them makes me like my job better. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I feel that a hundred percent. I had a client that at first I was like, I honestly took, and this is like a huge lesson for myself and like anyone else who kind of dabbles in this space, there will be like accounts where you're like, damn, like five, six, seven grand a month from that client. Like, that's awesome. Like mm-hmm. you want that. And then you do that month and you're like, they are actually pieces of shit. Oh, like, yeah. As a person. And like, there's been like times where I've had to like walk away from people mm-hmm. to be like, you guys are not a good fit. Like either you're not good humans or you don't have moral business practices. Like as a social media, like manager, you are, there is parts of you that is like therapist. I feel like, and you find out a lot about people's business that sometimes you did not want to know. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. Especially they're not being ethical. Like now I have, and because of that situation, now I have like a form that all of them have to sign being like, I have not done illegal practices. On my, like, <laughs> That's on good. You live and you learn. <laughs> yeah. And you wouldn't think that you would have to do that. But like them, you know, but yeah, it's just, it becomes like a whole, you learn a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy what goes on behind some closed doors. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> we thought this was just Instagram, Facebook, and your website, but this is like a whole like closet of skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I think we have time for a few, a couple last questions. Um, what are you most excited for right now? Whether it be in your business, your podcast, your blog, your personal life. 
Um, it kind of depends. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, personal life, I just hit a plot, like a point in my life where I'm like, okay, I might be ready to start dating again. Oh, so it's that. been funny. <laughs> in this like quarantine, like right before quarantine, I was like, okay, I'm gonna start dating. I'm gonna go out on a few dates. Like I'm not gonna be like this stone cold bitch. <laughs> I'm going to straight up be like. I, I will go on dates. We're not going to get into anything serious. And then as soon as quarantine hit, I was like, okay, well, that's not happening. <laughs> so, like, as soon kidding. as quarantine's over, I'm probably going to go on a few dates. I've gone on one date in quarantine. Um, but And it actually went really well. But, um, yeah, in personal, that would be, like, personal. I think, too, I really, really want to move. So I've, like, set a deadline of when I want to move to L.A. Yes. Um, and I'm it. into it. So I'm excited. I have like a savings going that I just want to like be very, very comfortable before I move mm-hmm. in case anything happens. Um, and then I would just fly up to Portland like monthly for my client, um, which is pretty, I mean, it's like a $150 flight and, you know, wow. I can whip it all out again. So, um, so that's kind of, that's kind of happening personal and business related. The podcast, we have, like, some really cool people coming on, which I'm really excited from, like, who are big. And I never, like, necessarily thought that, like, we would get to, or I would get to be able to talk to, like, people who are, like, major. Mm -hmm. And that has been really cool to even, like, have conversations of that potentially happening. And, um, And being able to have those conversations and just be, like, cut the fluff. Like, like, having a really real, fun conversation that, like, Maybe they haven't had on other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then blog-wise, yeah, just, like, to keep consistent. Like, I've had a problem where I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to post for two weeks. Like, now just being like, hey, I'm posting on my blog three times a week and, like, making sure I'm doing my weekly newsletter. And the weekly newsletter, like, pushes me to make sure I have posts every week. And then just hammering out websites. We have 13 websites to accomplish and a not a short amount of time but it's like one after another mm-hmm. and so it's it's a long, lot of work and it is a lot of time but they so darn pretty afterwards yeah so that's uh yeah that's kind of where we're at a lot of our like uh people that i have as clients they have like sub companies so we've had to make like big sites and then micro sites so it's probably a lot more than 13 but 13 where my mind like <laughs> yeah no more than okay yeah. <laughs> yeah wow but, yeah that's... that's pretty much I think that's probably all the updates I think I'm really excited to move and just have like a new change of scenery and like it's not that like people in Portland aren't exciting but I feel like <laughs> you hit a point where you guys probably felt this where you feel like you outgrew mm-hmm. maybe where you were Definitely. exactly and you just need to like refresh yeah. yeah I mean you know that you have potential and you want to see if you can reach it somewhere else and that's completely normal and mm-hmm. that's really exciting I'm, I'm excited for you yeah meet new people have new opportunities <laughs> yeah you're gonna love it <laughs> that's definitely what I love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited what's new for you guys anything that you guys are super excited for I think moving as well I mean we of course we like living together but this will be like our first time not living together I'm moving in with my boyfriend and she's moving with one of our friends and we're still going to be, you know, within 30 Ultimately, minutes yeah. Yeah, of each other. But it'll be yeah. really different, like, not living together. That'll be something new and yeah. maybe I'm, a little I'm, scary. <laughs> yeah, like, we had one summer when we interned in L.A. when we were in college where we lived apart. And it was – it didn't really feel like we were living apart because I feel like we saw each other a good amount. But I think it was actually really good for our relationship. Um, so I'm, I'm just looking forward to that change and, um, seeing kind of like what comes from that. So that's super excited for that. Um, and yeah, just to kind of keep like working on the podcast, like honestly being in this quarantine has given us more time to just, cause we're just at home all the time, not making plans. So I ha- we have the time to just like sit and plan things and do a lot of, uh, we've been doing a lot more engaging with our, our audience on our yeah. uh, podcast Instagram. So that's been nice and just working on ourselves as well mm-hmm. just growing <laughs> Do just growing. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing well that's so exciting I'm excited for you guys to move too I feel like each new chapter is like something fun and new so you guys will probably yeah you guys I know you guys it seems like you guys are super close so I bet you guys will see each other again. oh yeah yeah we will 
But yeah, if you or when you move to LA, we definitely will have to get together and hang out. Yeah, keep us updated. I wrote, I really want, so I've set my timeline, and my timeline is to in October. Okay. So I felt like that was a good amount of time to be like, okay, I still get the summer here, but then it'll be summer pretty much when you go to oh, LA. So it will. Yeah. It'll be like 90 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, perfect. So yeah, so now I have like my goal budget, and then I'm like starting to think, because I've like lived by, on my own in college, but now I'm like, okay, I need to make like a checklist of like things that I want and start buying them now. Cause I'm like, damn, I want a Vitamix and it's 400 bucks. <laughs> I know <laughs> like, like little things that I'm like, okay, I can start buying now. So it's not like crazy in October. That's smart. Right. You're doing it right. You're doing it way more prepared than we did. <laughs> yeah. We just picked up and moved. <laughs> but I was listening to one of your podcasts and I, in your intro, you talk about, you love Rosé, you love Rip. Uh, rooftop bars and I'm like we have so much in common we're obsessed we're obsessed <laughs> oh with rosé take me to all the rooftop bars that you guys favorite because I freaking love rosé yeah I love a good rooftop bar I say that that's like the most outdoorsy I'm gonna get <laughs> oh same <laughs> I'm going to the beach like I'm probably not going on a hike with you unless I'm real bored <laughs> yeah yeah I'll go to the beach but I'm not gonna get in the ocean okay like <laughs> not gonna go exactly. swimming or anything <laughs> I know. Well, and the hikes in, in California are, like, a little different than Oregon. Oregon, it's like you're in a damn forest. Yeah. It's a little like the rainforest. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, okay, maybe a hike up a hill where there's, like, sand. Like, yeah. I could do that. I could yeah. do that Hollywood side. Yeah, like, a little Malibu hike. Yeah, oh, my gosh. We're so similar. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so much fun talking to you. Um, if you want to just give everyone your your plugs. Your plugs. <laughs> We can link them. I don't think, guys. There's going to be a few, so, like, I personally apologize. (laughs) Um, So, my website is Christina McGinnis. It's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-M-C-I-N-N-I-S dot com. Um, My personal Instagram is Christina Catherine with a C. um, Catherine with a C and then McGinnis for long. Um, My personal podcast page is the Bottled Blonde Podcast. And then my company page is KCM Connect. And then I also have another Instagram for all the Amazon lovers that's um, KCM.Primaniza. Um, and it's just where I talk all, like, Amazon products that I love. Love that. And we will <laughs> we will put all of those in the description of the episode, you guys. Don't worry. Um, but amazing. Okay, well, thank you so, so much for doing this with us. Yeah, thank you. It was amazing, and I'm super excited for everyone to listen to this. Me too. Thank you, girls, so much for having me. I love chatting with you. I'm like, oh, we're LA friends. I know. I'm so excited. I'm sure we'll be chatting a lot. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. All right, well, stay safe, Christina, and we hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and week. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Bye. bye.